So I'd like to welcome everybody back to another episode of the Down to Business podcast here with Tamar Turner. And like, I, like I've always been saying kind of with the past couple of episodes, I really do hope everybody is staying safe out there, staying sane, taking care of yourself, the family, friends, whatever the case may be. But um, as always, man, I'm excited to be sitting down today. But today is today really just might be a special day. I've never come across a business like this for one, but two, the uniqueness behind the business and how I actually came across the business. We'll get into it a little bit later, but I'm sitting down right now with Jewel Peyton Goldsmith out of Greenville, South Carolina, excuse me. And um, she actually has her own, well, she has her own company, obviously. That's why she's here. But when y'all hear like what she does and and how she just appeals to the public and the services that she offer, I think that y'all really like it. So Jewel, how you doing today? I'm doing good. Um, how about you doing? I can't complain. Like you're really just taking it one day at a time with everything going on. So just for all the for all the listeners out there, for all the people who may not know you personally, can you just tell us a little bit about what you do, how your business got started? Yeah. So Barks for Biscuits SC is a black owned dog treat business. We started in February of 2020 this year. So um, the concept that came to mind when I was thinking of the idea was, one, I do have two dogs myself, and two, um, I'm also um, in the veterinarian field as well. So when it comes to, you know, the health, you know, your dogs being healthy and then you being healthy, we all want to eat the right foods and we all want to be healthy as well, but we also have to take care of our pets. So my treats are all organic. There's no preservatives or any additional additives or anything. They're all organic and all natural. Um, you know, they do aid in digestion. They aid in joint health and all of that for your dogs. Because, you know, like I said, with the people, you can't eat just bad food and preserved food over time. And then, you know, you get sick just like our pets. So it goes hand in hand with me wanting my dogs to be healthy and happy and have a long-lasting life as well. Okay. So y'all heard it here first. Now, look, this is I, I don't think I've ever met anyone who makes their own dog treats for one. For two, just it, it really just hit personally for me just because I have two dogs. I do have a pit bull and then I do have a pit bull mixed with a German shepherd. So just for how how much I mean, dogs are almost like children. Some they people are. say so really just having to put the maintenance, the care, the the attention and really just even more sometimes because people often say like or I've read a lot of things where they say, look, when it's when it's cold outside, you got to pay attention because if you're cold, dogs are 10 times colder. Same thing exactly. with the heat, same thing with just with just taking care of them, just just making sure that they get their exercise, just like just like anybody else will need to get out, get sunlight, food, water, different things like that. OK, so like I said, I really love what you're doing. I love the uniqueness behind it. And just as someone, as a dog owner, just as someone who um, just values pets, I've had a lot of different pets from dogs to cats, to to fish, to hamster. That was my very first pet. So um, I definitely do see the importance with this. So now my very first question to you now with kind of getting this started, like you said, I know you are a dog owner yourself, but with kind of just wanting to make sure that your products kind of are the, the organic and the all natural and just the good and good for the pets itself. Were, were there any kind of was there any kind of research that you had to do or did you kind of have to um, look into things just to figure out like what's good for certain dogs, what's not good in, in order for you to really make these products successful and, and make it so that everybody out there can use them? Right. So, and that's a good question. And my answer to that is when I was in school, cause I started off with my veterinarian assistant um, license along the lines of that, you know, I got to learn the difference, you know, in 
preservative dog foods and differences in natural dog foods and just the different makeups of dog food when it comes to treats and you know their actual dog food that they eat on a regular daily basis so you know I did a lot of research on my own as well um, I like to research a lot of veterinarian websites I like to research other you know dog nutrition websites just to get an idea of what they can eat and you know what they can't eat because there are a lot of foods that we can eat and that's fine and then there's foods that dogs can eat and then it's not good for them at all but yeah I will definitely um, credit my schooling to that for sure for sure for sure and I actually think I heard your dogs in the background I think that's very fitting uh, for this I know episode. I <laughs> <laughs> for this episode he's, for sure. um, He's a Chihuahua mix, so he's okay. that's my rambunctious dog, just craziness all over. Okay, yeah, nothing wrong with that. Like I said, mine can get up. My uh, my pit bull that's just a straight mix. He's really a little bit more wilder than my pit bull and German Shepherd. She's a little bit more calm. So, okay, so just for the um, just for kind of some of the beginning business owners and just for people out there, what would you say was some of the when it comes to like just getting started and just getting your brand out there and just letting people know the services that you offer? What would you really say was what was that process like for you? Was it something that was easy? Was it did you know a lot of people who were like pet owners or was this something where you kind of just had to reach out to people, really just put yourself out there, maybe step out of your comfort zone a little bit just to really let people know the services and what you're doing? I feel like I definitely did have to step out of my comfort zone since I'd say 2018. That's when I really started to get into the business of dogs. And that was me working at dog daycares and getting to know other owners around my city, you know, getting to know their dogs as well. But when it came to my business, it was different. It's hard, you know, especially with me being a black woman, because it's just with my city in Greenville, we do have our cliques of dog community people who they associate with just the high class people. And then you have the other people who see it and then they think it's a joke, which led to my tweet that went viral um you know me saying that it is hard but um marketing wise i just put it out there i know that when i first started i just asked people who i know personally who do have dogs if they'd like to try some just for samples and then if they liked it then cool then then um then that's when they started to purchase them themselves and then also word of mouth helped as well we do live in the age of social media so you know, having Instagram and having Facebook and, you know, being able to promote your businesses that way helped out tremendously. And we did get a, you know, very, very, very good feedback um, through social media, more so, especially, I would say, through Facebook, because Facebook has your millennial generation and your baby boomer generation mixed together. So that's really good for me. And that's just how we went about marketing. Right, for sure. And I I mean, I, I think you really spoke to a point that we kind of touch on a lot throughout different episodes, but especially in this day and age, social media is powerful. It can arguably make or break some things, whether it comes to business, music, whatever the case may be, it's, it's, it's just really that powerful, especially with the generations coming up and just how 
people are just so prone to their phones. Phones can really just do so much at this point that yep. you don't really have to watch TV per se or or read anymore or, or pick up a book or a newspaper or different things like that. Everything is really just at the access of that mobile device. So, so I understand that for sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I keep kind of hearing you reference we. When you say we, are there multiple people who you run this with or are you really just talking about the business Barks for Biscuits as a, as a whole? When I say we, um, it's me and my brother and my mom as well. And I don't think people realize how um, hectic or hard that it could get, you know, especially just dealing with one person. So I'm very grateful, you know, that I do have my brother and I do have my mom to help and back me because it is a team effort. Absolutely. And I think when I think more so something that that really stands out to me is when when people have the ability to keep it in the family, when people mm-hmm. have the ability, like you said, your mom and your brother, the people who obviously want to see you succeed the most and the people who want to be there for you right then and there. So I think that even the fact that they're willing to do it, whether they have pets of their own, but just willing to help you out in any way, whether it be just getting the word out there, or helping you with packaging or shipping or whatever the case may be. I think that exactly. that's definitely important and it can serve as, as motivation too, because like you said, even in your tweets, sometimes it can be overwhelming. It can be frustrating. It can, it can be like when you know you just have a great idea or when you know you want to put your all towards something and it may not receive the best support or it may not receive any support or some people may just have something to say negative about it. It just, it, it's just kind of like, wow. Wow. And I think that's a, a big issue that we face now with so many people just feeling like it's competition out there. So many people yeah. just feeling like, oh, well, I mean, nobody's ever done that. So like, why, like, why is she trying to do that? Or she's not that successful. Yeah, so it's just like, but you got to understand, like everything starts from a basis. Like Amazon started from somewhere. Facebook exactly. started from somewhere. Twitter started from somewhere. Pinterest, like all of these sites and different things that we use, they didn't just all come out. Just one hit wonders, just, just smoking from the top. It took a lot of failures. It took a lot of defeats. It took a lot of starting from the drawing board. And so I think a lot of times with business, that's something that you just have to to learn to accept that. Look, it's whereas you're you're always going to be up, whereas you're going to have those positive moments and those up moments, you're also going to have those negative moments and those moments where you feel like, look, just calling it quits. But it's important to just continue to move forward, continue to persevere, continue to stay steadfast. OK, so exactly. I like that for sure. So what what would you say, arguably, like, do you when kind of promoting this service or when kind of getting your message out there, would you say you have a particular slogan for your business or message for your business or, or for somebody shopping for the first time, what is something that you want them to know about Barks for Biscuits? So when I'm approached, right. And especially if it is a new customer, I just, the first thing that I want to let them know is that, like I said before, you know, they're, these streets are organic. So Compare it to, you know, different treats that you would buy at PetSmart or at Petco at a, or at any other local, you know, pet store. Um, like I said, those treats have preservatives in it. And, you know, with any preservative in any food, you have it out day one, right? And then you pull it out in, you know, three more months, it's still going to look exactly the same. And when I do market to my new customers or, you know, giving out information to my customers that I do have now, I just try to push the fact that, you know, it's natural. Real food does, you know, decay over time, which is a good thing. You know what I mean? So the freshness is there. The or- It's organic. It's healthy. It's wholesome. Um, I really, really push the fact that um, my dog treats aid in digestion. Because um, in the veterinarian field, we do get a lot of 
you know, common digestive issues, GI issues, stomach issues, and, you know, it's common in dogs. All dogs go through that, but I think that's one thing that really sells them. And also, besides the fact that they are made of the same ingredients that we can eat, so um, humans can eat our treats, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so I'm just going to put something out there for the, the dog owners or the pet owners. I'm not going to lie. I might have had a, one or two of my dog's treats before. Just not, not I'm not going to say the whole thing or as a <laughs> snack for myself, but sometimes you just want to, I guess, give a little taste or, or know what's going into your 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 tiny human as they call them or sometimes or just your animal's body just your pet's body so um i definitely do appreciate that and i definitely think that a lot of pet owners out there can appreciate that just because like i said sometimes not sometimes but a, a lot of the times people look at their pets as children and so yes. you really have to give them that care that that nourishment that the time as you as you would anything else and so um a lot of times we see those cases of neglect or just people not taking care of pets but um i definitely do think that it's important to just to just recognize that look it's it's a responsibility it's almost like a job it is it, a it's the same yeah absolutely so w when it comes to i guess making everything and, and kind of getting everything organized to be to be sold to be shipped is this something that you really just do on your own like homemade like from scratch are there certain recipes out there that you that, that you get or that you kind of stick with or is everything just a little bit different so, um, when we first started in February, we, um, started, you know, and we still do homemade, you know, from dough. We buy all of our ingredients, you know, in the fresh market stores and everything just to make sure that, you know, they are organic, you know, no preservatives, no GMO or anything like that. And since we are an e-commerce, um, business, which, you know, we do sell our treats online, it helps, you know, just to do it in my kitchen so when we do bake there's three of us in there there's my mom there's me and my brother they're helping me bake and keep everything um you know just sanitized and cleaned and then when it comes to packing it's usually me just so that i could get everyone's address right and you know on our etsy page make sure um everyone's address is legit so that when it comes to packing and shipping everything off it runs a lot smoother because, you know, like you said, when I started off, it was pretty rough, me really not knowing how to organize business and how to keep everything in, you know, on track. So now that I do have a plan and I do have, um, you know, days where I can set up and package and ship, it makes it a lot easier. I could imagine for sure. Easier convenience, all of that. And I think that that's good. So with... With this business, is this something where you're just looking to stick completely to just dog treats? Do you want to incorporate any other different products, whether it be toys, beds, just pet accessories? Or are you just pretty much sticking completely with like the, the snacks and the treat side of things right now? Like currently right now, I'm sticking to treats. But what I would like to do is expand to food, like treats for, you know, just to enjoy treats for training. Because a lot of dog treats are incorporated with training, especially when you have a young puppy. I would like to start off with everyday dog food for puppies, um, adult dogs that range from ages 1 to 7, and then your seniority dogs. So eventually we will expand and do more into that. I do want to incorporate different things though as well. Like you said, with toys, you know, other things, you know, such as 
you know, bedding, you know, dog bowls, you know, for water and all of that. Collars, leashes, you know, it all. I do want to do it all. I don't know anyone else, you know, who is a black woman who's doing it all, but I will be the first to do it. <laughs> and that's really what it takes. And even that was really one of the biggest reasons why I reached out to you. Like not to say had you had any other type of business or had you been doing something that I already even talked yeah. about on this podcast, I wouldn't have reached out. But just the fact that it that's creative. Like I said, like before kind of hopping on today, I didn't know why particularly you might have started this. But obviously I kind of had the idea that, oh, well, she probably has pets or she knows people who have dogs or whatever the case may be. But to me, that was just that's really just different. And even when I was kind of texting you and telling you, I was talking to some of my boys here in Philadelphia and he has two dogs and he was just like, yo, she makes treats. Mm -hmm. He said, send me the page right now. Like I need that. Like, that's just, I've never heard of that. Like I would have never even thought of something like that, but that's something that we buy for our dogs, like on end, like along with dog food, like that's what kind of what they need. So it was just one of those things where it was just like, wow, like people really out here are creative. And then our people at that, and they really trying to make it happen. So I remember one of the, yeah. And I remember something that you kind of said just a little bit earlier was just about just kind of learning lessons and just realizing like, hey, you sometimes you have to make adjustments or sometimes you start with something, um, but you kind of want to branch off. So what would you say has really been your biggest takeaway from all of this? Like you said, whether it be from just kind of having to put yourself out there, maybe not receiving enough support, but what has really kind of kept you going throughout this all? And what have you really taken away from being a business owner? I think one thing that I've taken away and really taken a heed to is taking criticism because I do know that you know, eventually someone will complain or someone will see something wrong or find something wrong because that's how people are. They try their best to find something negative out of anything. So I'm not even going to lie. I am a sensitive person, but this is teaching me to, you know, when I do come across an obstacle like that to not give up because People are going to criticize, you know, anyone all day, every day, but that doesn't mean that, you know, they're right. So it's, it has toughened me up a lot more. Taking, you know, heave up to anyone's advice or, you know, taking constructive criticism and applying it the right way. Wow. You really hit the nail on the head. And that's something that, that I've really practiced. Like I, I've even spoken spoke about it on a few of my previous episodes, just about how, look, at the end of the day, it's one thing to put your message out there. It's one thing to know what you want personally for a company, what your mission, your goals is. But at the end of the day, you're, whether it be a podcast, whether it be dog treats, whether it be clothes, music, whatever, you're, you're also putting things out there for other people to enjoy, for other people to be able right. to utilize. So it's it's also just about how they feel or or what they think or you may not necessarily agree with it per se or want to hear it but it's helpful like nobody wants to hear what they're doing wrong obviously like like nobody mm -hmm. but in the end if you if you really just recognize that hey this is not a personal attack at you this is not yo you need to step it up or you need to just stop no it's look hey i'm i'm going to support you i want to support you but look Mm -hmm. In an effort to support you, here's what I want to here's what I want to do for you. Here's here's kind of what I want to make work for you. So I think constructive criticism when it comes to being a business owner, when it comes to really just anything, just stepping out on your own venture, you need that. Just because, yeah, in your eyes, look, you want to put out the best content every time. You want to you want to make it happen. You want to do what you got to do. But to other people, everybody's perspective is different. 
And so it when is. you start to realize, yeah, when you start to realize perspective and just get all of that together, I think that that's important. So, okay. So I know that you're currently located in Greenville, South Carolina, and um, you're just trying to make things work now um, mm-hmm. for you. But what, what would you say are some of your long-term goals? Like, do you want to open kind of like your own pet shop? Do you want to just kind of have maybe like your own stand or like a truck or just like a traveling service? Do you want to go to like different states, different locations or kind of where do you see Barks for Biscuits like later on down the road? (sighs) That's a good question because it's crazy because I wish I would have a definite answer, but I want to do it all. But sometimes I know that I can't do it all by myself, but then it's like, yes, I can, if you think about it, you know? So my ideas with Barks for Business is to keep it as an e-commerce, but also keep it in store. I'd like to you know, branch off and be in the main, you know, pet grocery stores like PetSmart or Petco. I would like to, you know, put my business in treats, you know, in different locations where it's a grooming salon or a local pet store. Um, I do just want to branch off, you know, even in the major, you know, grocery stores like Walmart or Target. Eventually, I do want to see, you know, the treats on the aisles and the people buying them and purchasing them, you know, nationwide. I was, you know, because of COVID, you know, we can't do anything right now, especially in California. But I was planning on going to PetCon, which they have a dog and, you know, cat pet event every year. And you get to socialize and branch off and meet other entrepreneurs who are in the you know the pet field especially you know more so dogs because we are a dog treat business specifically but eventually all of that will happen i just you know like we said we're working hard and taking constructive criticism and just manifesting everything does work you know if you want something so bad you will get it man you can say that 10 more times manifestation is really real for sure. And I'm really calling this at this point, I try to make a different slogan for each month, but I'm calling this really just do it July. So I'm really just trying to do whatever it takes just to make it happen. And I really just want to promote that message to everybody. Just if you have something out there, if you feel like something is holding you back, or if you feel like even you're holding yourself back, or you've been thinking about something or talking about something, just do it. Like, let's just make it happen. That's really how this whole podcast got started. It was really me just saying, or not even really saying, but more so seeing like, hey, a lot of my counterparts, a lot of my colleagues, a lot of people out here who I don't even know are doing great things. Like uh, as as African-Americans, as minorities, we just have so much creativity, so much power, just so much, just so much that we want to do and want to see. And I would be, I would be really be remiss to not just shed light on that or just help people out however I can. So no, I definitely do think that with, with like a business, like you said yourself, like it really does take sometimes that, that trial and error, that, that, that figuring out what works, what doesn't work or, or different things like that. So I I definitely do wish you luck all during the process. And even afterwards, and like I said, I definitely want to support you as someone who owns pets themselves. I've been sending your page out to other people who I know are becoming pet owners or who are current pet owners. So um, I'm definitely looking forward to to the progression of it and and where you are long-term. So currently, do you have any, like a top product, like a number one, like a go-to treat or like a go-to product that you really like, or you really enjoy making or producing for the people out there? So my favorite product that we have treat wise is our peanut butter treats i stress a lot that our peanut butter treats are xylitol free and i say that they're xylitol free because xylitol 
um, you know, we find it in our sweeteners, you know, it's in some peanut butters, you know, it's just a side sweetener if you don't have sugar, but it's extremely toxic to dogs, like, even the smallest amount can take out the biggest Great Dane, so, our peanut butter does not have that, they're very healthy, and they smell so delicious, and I know that that's a high seller that everybody usually goes to. Um, besides that, it would be our sweet potato next. And our sweet potato treats are my favorite just because they're softer and they're um, more palatable in texture. So our dogs love the softer treats. But yeah, even my dog, they, he loves the sweet potato ones. Okay, so yeah, look, y'all heard it out there, the peanut butter, the sweet potato. Me, personally... I'm not a fan of sweet potato. Like, I don't like sweet potatoes. I don't like sweet potato fries, sweet potato pie. Really it kind of depends who makes it. But that's not to say yeah. that I'm not going to let my dogs miss out. or my Because my dogs love peanut butter. Like, we, it's to the point mm -hmm. where we have, like, a little toy that we just put it in. And they will just, they'll for hours, we'll just sit there just trying to lick it out the whole time. So, I'm definitely going to look at yeah, <laughs> it's almost like a, uh, it looks like one of those things. Like, you know how kids, they have that kind of. It's like a stick and it has different rings on it. You can put each ring is kind of like a different size and a different color. And you can yeah. put like starts off as like red and then they get smaller. Yeah, it is almost like that, like for my dogs, but it's like different levels to it that they just have to like keep licking. So we put peanut butter in there. My dogs will literally be occupied for hours. Like it's to the point where we kind of got to check where they are because you're just like, all right, y'all too quiet and y'all too big to just not be making any noise right now. So yeah, they okay, love that concord. Absolutely. And you even told me something about PetCon, too. I'm, I had never heard of that. But now that I'm hearing about it, I'm not surprised that that does exist. And that's something that I'm going to look into, um, especially for my pets, too, just because I, I love dogs. I love being around dogs and, and, and really not even just dogs, but animals in general. OK, so I get that for sure. So where did you um, something that I, I always not always, but something that I speak about in my previous episodes um, are just about my. I wouldn't say obsession, but my curiosity for, for how names came about with businesses. Now, yours, I wouldn't say is self-explanatory, but I would say it definitely makes sense to the products that you offer and the services and everything. So did your name come from anywhere specific? Was it something you were just sitting down in the lab and you kind of just put two and two together or, or does it really have like a true meaning behind it? You know what? It did just come. Well, I would like to honestly credit my mom for the name. And also my two dogs, especially um, my Jack Russell Terrier, who definitely does bark when you have um, some food in his face or a treat that he does like. You get that bark, he gets that treat. <laughs> and he's like an old man, too. He's 11. So for him to still be active when he does want a treat at that age, it makes me happy. And it does let me know that he actually loves them. So. For him, you know, he's a picky dog. He doesn't like certain treats. He doesn't like milk bones or anything like that. So for him to really enjoy our treats really let me know that other dogs will too, just because he's very picky about his food. Wow. And that's, um, that's interesting to hear just because I actually, if it's one treat that I'm kind of that I'm more I'm more so familiar with it would probably be the milk bone and it will also be those temptations like those little treats okay yeah. so but uh, and I also do think that sometimes I notice when we first started giving my dogs different treats that we kind of noticed a difference in their stool and kind of how often mm -hmm. they were going to the bathroom so a lot of t I think that's a testament to what you were saying about really knowing what's in your products what 
is good for the dogs and what's not, because that's that's really part of the reason why I stopped taking medication, just because um, I'm almost a year probably pill free now that is just like whether it be Tylenol, Advil, whatever the case may be. Just a lot of times you read the back of those labels and I, I couldn't tell you half of what's in there. You let alone what I'm, what I'm, yeah, and let alone what I'm taking it for. Sometimes the side effects or the aftermath of it can definitely be way worse than my original problem. And so I, I noticed that when once I really stopped taking those and really just started paying attention to my body, started paying attention to my water intake or my diet or mm-hmm. how often I was eating and different things like that, it really made a lot more of a difference. Just being healthy, just getting exercise, and people don't realize that the natural route sometimes is really just um, the better route, and it's always just it important is. to know was going into your body for sure, but not only your body, but your animal's body just the same because their digestive system is totally different. So, and I'm sure as a pet owner, for all the pet owners out there listening, you guys know firsthand. So I get that. So, and that kind of leads me a little bit into my next question too about, so, and you really even almost talked about a little bit, but what would you say and just barks for biscuits and just really your mission and really just putting things out there, what would you say really differentiate differentiates you, excuse me, from a lot of these other businesses out there, whether it be Milk Bone, whether it be Temptation, whether it be just for the dog treats out there. Why would you say that Barks for Biscuits is one that should be not even, I'm not even going to say in competition with the market, but why would you say Barks for Biscuits should be one of those, like those headliners, be in these stores, be on these shelves and different things like that? Well, honestly, I would say that we don't just look at it from, you know, the perspective side of we're a business and we have to make money, you know, we put our hearts into it and we really do it just because we genuinely care about, you know, the health of dogs, you know, me working in an animal hospital, I see it all the time, you know, dogs eating terrible food or the cheap food or, you know, they eat treats that aren't good for them. And, you know, like we were talking about health before, things just don't pop up overnight. You know, it takes years and years and years for you to be eating this crazy food and then you have health issues you know whether it's related to your joints or your heart or your liver and you know it happens all the time and it's really sad because i see it all the time they come in you know tumors appear you know congestive heart failure appears and you know it comes to the point where euthanization is involved and like i said before you know Nobody wants their dog to die early or die young because of health issues. We all want to see our dogs live the life they want to live, the longest life, and be just as healthy as can be. And not only that, just the love and care that we do put into the business, you know. Um, Our family, we've always had a dog in our family, so we are truly like dog people. And it's just not just to have a dog, you know, these are like, my children so just like any other person who wants to buy a business or not buy a business who wants to buy a product from a business especially when it comes to dog treats you just want to make sure that your dog is going to be okay i also do want to put in the fact that when i do talk to my customers i want to get to know them and want to get to know their dog and not just their dog's name but their personality what they like what they don't like you know their breed and all of that so I'm very far-fetched into it. Um, it's just about connecting. You know, it's weird, I feel like, to just purchase something from someone you don't know or, you know, you don't have no clue who they are. So, I mean, I just it's good to just connect and let them know that, hey, I'm someone who is going to always be there for your dog and make sure they're healthy and happy. So, yeah, that's where um, 
I feel like we differentiate because you know you can't really talk to the CEO of Milk Bones. They're so high up there. But I mean, I'd have a whole ten-minute conversation with you if you have any questions about your dog or anything. See, and I and I really think that's what that's what really separates a lot of these businesses from a lot of these these household names, as we call them, or just these. And that's really why I preach so much that look barks for biscuits or or whoever. Like all of my previous episodes, like all of these businesses out there, they they can really be household names it really mm-hmm. just takes that support you don't really recognize the people that you're dealing with here like i said people who who want to be personal with you people who like you said want to have that conversation want to find out more about you your dog so that they can best serve you in a way and i really think that that's important a lot of times people out here are really just buying or or shopping or or just going with familiarity and and, and sometimes i think until you really branch out or until you get different experiences you really won't know. And I, and, and I think that that's something that we, that I think that's a narrative that we need to change for sure. So thank you for continuously doing what you're doing. I thank you for wanting to be personal. I want, I thank you for wanting everybody's experience to be different. And even if you're not receiving all the support that you may want or that you feel that you deserve, just know that you're doing good. And that's not only for you, but that's for all business owners out there. Because like you even said in your tweet, it can be a little overwhelming. It can be frustrating. Just know that you want to put a great idea out there. Just know that you want to do good things for the people. And and, and sometimes they just don't receive it well. So before right. we wrap things up, something that I want to kind of give y'all is just a little insight as to how I kind of came across Jules. So I was actually scrolling on Twitter one day and this tweet basically went viral almost. It has 400 plus retweets, 1200 plus likes. And so originally when I first read the tweet, I was thinking that she was somebody associated with East Carolina. And so I'm just like, oh, oh, I got to do this. Like this, this has to happen. But once I found out South Carolina, I said even more, like I, I want her to come on here. I want her to really tell her story because this is something that is not only just experienced, but it's, it's something that as a business owner, they can relate to. So I'm just going to read you her tweet real quick. So it says, I hate Greenville sometimes because y'all only support popular people and laugh at other ideas that ain't popular, like my dog treat business. What other black woman y'all know who runs a dog treat business, like dog in all caps? And then she said, nobody. And then her reply to that was, I ask for support and et cetera, and get laughed at by the same people who want to scream support black businesses, annoyed and overwhelmed. And so I really can't, I really think that that tweet just hit every nail on the head. It, it hit the nail on the head for, for me wanting to start this podcast. It hit the nail on the head for, for why I do what I do, for why I continuously bring people on day after day, week after week, just because I want everybody to realize that, look, there's a lot of creativity being being thrown out there. There's a lot of just time and effort being put into different things, whether it be dog treats, whether it be clothes, whether it be makeup, whether it be skincare, whether it be music, whatever the case may be. And I feel like everybody just deserves that attention, just deserves that time. And and like you said, for the fact that you and your family are coming together to make this happen for other people, I really think it's just it, it's just refreshing to hear. It just it just makes me think that look, even though we don't always get the support we want, or even though we're not always moving at the pace that we want to move, that's not going to deter me from my goal. I started this business because look, I wanted to make a difference. I love animals, specifically dogs, and I want to make sure that they're getting mm-hmm. the, the best products, the organic products. So um, like I said, man, big, really big shout out to you. And and just before we close things out, is there anything um, that maybe we didn't touch on in this interview that maybe anything that you have coming up or maybe anything that you have coming out or any partnerships or collaborations that you're looking forward to or just anything that you want to tell the people out there about Barks for, Business, Barks for Biscuits, excuse me, that you feel that they should know? Um, let's see, because I do feel like we've covered almost everything. Oh, 
so our Etsy page, um, if you can find us on Etsy, it is, so it's etsy.com slash shop slash barks for biscuits and instead of the number four it's f-o-r so if you do want to purchase any treats you can go online please look out for a shopify website soon so that um, it can be a lot easier to juggle since everybody doesn't have an etsy account i do appreciate your time and you letting me talk to everyone um you know just to reach out and everything because you know like i said it is hard sometimes um and it can get discouraging but there are people out there who are listening and who do see like what you're doing and that you know it goes for any business owner like it may not be hundreds of thousands of people but it just takes time and it's teaching me patience as well and I think you really just echoed everything that I was kind of even going to close out with but just letting you know that well for one first and foremost you're welcome. You're more than welcome. You'll always be welcome. Anything that I can do to help you, support you, propel the mission, progress your business, please just let me know. And I, I mean, I, like I said, I definitely will be continuing to spread this word, but even continuing to shop with you. And just like I said, you're about to be my new dog treat person. Now I'm not going to Temptation or Milk Bone and we're going we gonna to figure something out because my pits need to eat and they, they love to yeah. eat. So we're we going to make something happen for sure. But yeah, I think Jewel echoed a big message to a lot of people. Just look, patience that look, it's not... It's not going to happen maybe when you want it to or how quick that you want it to or at the rate that you want it to. But just know God is always working. Just know that as long as you're continuing to stay diligent, as long as you're continuing to just be genuine, authentic and really know the purpose behind everything, that your business will serve everybody who it needs to serve. When I first started this podcast, I thought I was a little ignorant, I guess, to the podcast statistics and how things work. I thought I was just going to be busting views crazy. Like I thought I was going to hit 1K a mm -hmm. lot quicker, but it really just showed me that, look, no, you you really have to start and work something up. And now 14, 15 episodes in, I'm, I'm really loving this. Like I'm having fun with this. Like I love sitting down with people and really just talking to them, just putting their business out there. Each business that I see on Twitter or, or Facebook or Instagram, I'm literally DMing these people like, hey, I need you on here. Like you wouldn't be, I, 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 this podcast can't be really fulfilling this purpose without you. But then to come on here and really just hear how, pe how grateful people are to be on this podcast and this platform, it just humbles me just because it's just like, no, I really wanted you on here, but it's just like, you really wanted to be on here that mm -hmm. much. So nah, Joel, from the bottom of my heart, I really thank you. And um, I, I'm really wishing you the best of luck with everything. And like I said, any way that I can help or, or promote your, yourself, like I, I'm going to put everything in the, um, in the bio when I type everything up. So um, I really thank you for taking the time to sit down with me. I'm really glad that we were able to connect and everybody out there listening, please make sure that y'all Y'all support Barks for Biscuits on IG. Make sure y'all follow her. Um, the personal and the business page, Twitter and IG. I'll make sure that I get y'all all the details. But I was sitting down today with Jewel Payton, who does make her own organic dog treats. So if you're if you know anybody out there, any pet owner, if you're a pet owner, definitely tune in with her, tap in with her, get some, even have a conversation with her because like she says, she does the consultation. So this has been another episode of the Down to Business Podcast. I can continuously 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 thank everybody out there for their support their love 1000 plus plays now we're on the road to 10k so i'm really excited i want to work with everybody out there so let's just keep making it happen so anything that i can do to make anything easier just let me know but once again to everybody out there to jewel thank you guys this has been another episode of the down to business podcast with tamar turner